Hi all. So a while ago on YouTube, I stumbled down a wormhole of small kitchen appliance reviews. As I was looking to buy an air fryer and perhaps maybe a pressure cooker, that's when I stumbled across one of the worst YouTube chefs of all time. His name is Jack Scalfani, as I like to call him. Jack Salmonella Scalfani. I watch video after video of him butcher, sometimes quite literally, recipes. Imagine driving slowly past a multi-car pileup on the interstate. That's my face as I watched him teach the internet how to make partially cooked meals of varying types and taking awful and unneeded shortcuts to recipes that are already quick to prepare. The absolute horror of Jack's lazy man chefing air quote techniques to my boyfriend Tom and now since we can't unsee it we are opening your eyes to it as well I'm Michelle and I welcome you to join us for this horrific journey better known as Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man welcome back to Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man Pink Chicken and the Ladies Man Lazy Man Oh yeah, Lazy Man okay. <laughs> I always say that wrong Welcome back folks We have taken another one of our extended sabbaticals Because of the quarantine and the pandemic And uh, general life stuff But we are back Sorry we missed you I, I know we missed you I hope you missed us So we decided I mean we, we talked about a lot of episodes we wanted to do But we've missed a lot of time here We're going to pretend that didn't happen And <laughs> maybe make up for it later uh, We're going to pick up with Ollie Parton's Five Layer Dinner Which is just a travesty a travesty. Probably isn't bad if you make it right. I mean, because there's so few ingredients in it. It's such a very simple technique to prepare it. It's basically meant to be an inexpensive quick meal done very simply during the weekday for your it's family. It's a casserole. Yeah, it's just a casserole. Yeah. And yet, our Jack somehow still manages to screw it up. I don't know where the train goes off the rails, but I think it starts right at the beginning when he pulls out the ninja foodie. We've got a couple of other videos on this. Ironically enough, you can't actually find Dolly Parton making this. A few people reference it. We found two older ladies from what appears to be Maine, Vermont, or New Hampshire making it, and they uh, talk about their adventures at the farmer's market and gathering their spices to make it. Well, they screw it up. They they, they admit they forget to add seasoning, as Jack will here in a minute. And it's, again, it's when you find out what's in it, it's a simple recipe. It's five ingredients, five layers. You, everybody else seems to bake this. Why Jack decides to pressure cook this, there's really no reason for it. You know, again, you're, you're not getting the right kind of flavors you're not getting the right kind of temperatures one of the main ingredients is potatoes which really you think with a dish like this because you're combining it with ground meat and vegetables that you want to roast that to kind of caramelize the potatoes and get that uh, get it kind of roasted you know to the skin of the potato nope not jack nope boil it that'll that'll be good yeah and it's supposed to bake for two hours i wasn't paying close enough attention here but i know he doesn't cook it for i know the instant pots ninja foodies pressure cookers well, being a simple... speed up the process but it's like it's it's, it's almost like it's going to steam it and not roast it. And being a typical Jack recipe, he's very short on the details. You don't see him prepare everything. You don't see him cook everything. He doesn't really zoom in on the, the digital display on the Ninja Foodie, his combination air fryer, instant pot pressure cooker that he uses. He doesn't show you what he's, you know, doesn't show you what level he cooks it on. doesn't show you how long he cooks it for. None of that. It's a Jack recipe. What are you expecting? Because we've been following Jack's journey here. Even though we haven't been recording podcasts about it, we have been following him. Yeah, his weekly live streams and whatnot that he does when we recorded, but... Stupid internets. 
stupid internets. He's Sometimes broadband isn't so broad. He's on a diet, which we believe to be maybe, maybe a pyramid scheme, maybe an MLM, but it's not been confirmed yet. I, I'm on a subreddit that specializes in anti-MLMs, and I haven't seen that listed there yet. But given that Tammy and Jack are both interested in it, it's highly suspect, especially when Jack talks about this female friend that has come around and has been singing the praises of it and how good she looks on it and how distracted Jack is by how good she looks on it and how he's been mentioning it for several videos. Oh, how good she looks on it. It sounds like he's been sold on it. So that gives the idea that this is a person who has come into his house and sold him on something very much the same way that you would, you know, you have that friend who you haven't seen since high school and finds you on Facebook and all of a sudden they're coming over your house and you're like, why do they have a suitcase? What are they doing? What is all this stuff? Why am I buying vitamins? Is this Amway? Narrator's note, it was Amway. <laughs> and now you're spending hundreds of dollars and you're roping other people in on it and your relatives are looking at you funny because now you're having meetings at your house every Thursday night and you're like, come on over, I've made a coffee cake ring and there's some coffee and we'll talk about the values of starting your own business. It feels like that's what this is with Jack. To wit, this Dolly Parton dinner that Jack is coming up with, he's not making it for himself because potato equal carb and carb equal bad on Jack's profile by Sanford diet. Jack's making this because he says he's having over some company. Company is code for two things. Secret gay lover that you don't want Tammy to find out about or loose acquaintances from your neighborhood that you're trying to hook into your part of Ooh, the pyramid scheme. That's an interesting theory that I haven't thought about, but while you're here, like, here's some phone cards. Long distance right. phone cards. Here, sell the some lazy of these. man <laughs> has been involved in more sketch operations of this because the lazy man does a lot of video production, has a lot of marketing experience, has a lot of alleged, business friends. Alleged marketing many experience. Levels, many, many levels. <laughs> Uh, and every once in a while, one of the lazy man's business connections comes by and says, Hey, you do video, you do design stuff, you do print stuff, you have all of your tendrils into these types of things. You're a guy who gets stuff done. Could you help me? I've gotten involved in this sales program and I need such and such made. I need window stickers. I need tchotchkes. I need print items. I need business cards. I'm starting a new thing. Sure enough, I need trifold brochures. Sure enough, I help them with their print designs. I help them with their design merchandise. I get that done for them. And without a fault, they're like, and you know, you can get involved in this too. And time and time again, I politely refuse. I take their money. I get their print items done for them. I get their website set up, their landing page, their 30 second commercial, their web video, and we part our separate ways. But every time without fail, you get invited to the same thing. Hey, my friend who owns a restaurant, this Thursday night, it's always Wednesday or Thursday nights with these people. I don't know why, but it's always They like, that. they want the wine part. Parties. Yep. Been invited to Sophia. Was it Sophia Leo? It's a jewelry thing that went belly up. I've been invited to some kind of interior decorating crap. I know my mom and my grandmother were definitely highly involved with Avon. So it's like you you can spot these kind of pitches my a mile sister, away. <laughs> my mother's sister became. I used to call her the Reichsfuhrer for Longerberger. She got deeply involved. Longerberger in Longer was was Burger. MLM. Oh, oh yeah. 
now it makes sense because we oh, did. Oh, she was like we did she, so many. She of wrapped those. her. She she got her talons involved in the church basement bingo game. Yeah, that's exactly. I, she was like yep. the supplier to them. She was like the Pablo Escobar of the church basement bingo trade. Yep. If your church in a fifty mile radius of the New Jersey Pennsylvania border, if you had a longer burger basket bingo she was supplying your longer burger baskets she got and i'm not i'm not joking here she got invited to the basket shaped headquarters of longer burger corporation i think it's in like steubensville ohio or indiana or something she got like the president and ceo in fact the one time a friend of mine uh his wife was deeply in longer burger and he's like i am i'm in the doghouse he's like i was supposed to order this stupid star-shaped Christmas longer burger basket in like August because this was supposed to be her Christmas present for me and if you didn't order it by like freaking August you weren't gonna get it for Christmas this was like December something he's like I fell down hard he's like they're selling them on eBay for like a thousand bucks I'm like don't worry oh my god my aunt will set you up he's like no way he's like they're, 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 they're no he's like you can't I'm like made the phone call I'm like you know, hey I need I need my friend needs the, the star basket do you have an extra one for this year she's like yeah no problem he's like how did you I'm like she is connected. There's God on the throne. There's the president of Longaburger. There's my aunt. The downline of your aunt must have been. Oh yeah, she, no, she, <laughs> she must have been very profitable. It was yeah. She was she was passive income millionaire before anybody else was. Crazy. We've all experienced someone in their yeah. past life, and maybe a high school friend that's into something. We've all had that moment <laughs> when you're sitting across the table from somebody that you got. You're not even sure how you got there. And there's that moment where they immediately ask you that question about, how's your life going? Are you positive? It's always about, are you, you know, I, I don't, I don't, want, to, I don't want you to get negative here. I want you to stay positive because that's the whole gist of the MLM scheme. When you want to hook your friends and neighbors into doing something that's really distasteful and uncomfortable, you have to make sure that they're staying in a positive mindset because that's the only way that they will have enough energy. Most people don't have enough energy to vacuum their floors when they have to or take the kids to soccer practice much less try to start their own business and sell stuff selling takes a lot of effort and, and they call themselves boss babes oh yeah girl boss bosses yeah, yeah. Girl bo oh, yeah. yeah all of that it's just it's, it's, a, it's yeah. sad it encroaches upon a religious fervor and they have to keep themselves at that pitch there are type a personalities out there i've dealt with those guys too that just god bless them they are naturally gifted 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. They are on. They are selling. They are thinking. They are. That's just who they are. And then you have the people who think that they can will themselves to be that person. And they're just not. They get up a good head of steam and they go at it for like five or six months. But that inertia of type B personality of couch and Duncan Hines pre-made brownie fudge mix thing that you pop in the microwave for 90 seconds. In a mug? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, the one, no, the, I'm talking. I'm thinking of the one that went right from the freezer to the microwave. Oh, okay. And it just you know, and whatever the hell is on television, just you know, the Ice Pirates of Little Scene 1983 sci-fi comedy involving the space herpy and Robert Urich, Robo Maids, and it. There's the joke over my head again. I know. It's <laughs> 
<laughs> it's for that our one fan in Sweden who loves us for our obscure sci-fi comedy references. Right. So bringing it back. Yeah, we've been on here for about a half an hour now. We're not even talking about the stupid dinner. Jack's allegedly on a diet that, that, might, be may, part of, that might be part of an MLM. That may the tangent may or may not be an MLM. He has some kind of device now for his hand that's atrophied from the stroke. About two years too late to do anything about. Like he had the stroke in what 2018, I think it was. Jack is using an anti-stroking device on his hand and wrist. The jokes write themselves, folks. You put it together. I'm tired. <laughs> but I mean, the thing it looks like a splint, basically. Like you broke your arm, you put it in a splint. It's just a piece of metal that lays your hand flat, which prevents his fingers from curling. So I don't really know how much that's going to help him. I mean, maybe it'll flatten out his fingers so they're not like permanently in a fist stance. I don't know. All I don't I, think uh, it's going to bring the, any, th any movement back in his arm. The only thing that fixes any kind of eschematic type trauma like that, the only thing I've ever known that does any kind of myoflexial or myofascial repair like that is consistent effort. Two, three hours a day, like little an, movements. Like an arm it. bike, I would think, would do it. Yeah. Even. And in fact, if you, I, I think it was two or three Jack on the Goes ago, we saw when he did a weird angle in his kitchen or whatever, he has a tabletop arm bike that seems like it's never used. It was pushed to the side. Clothes it, were hanging off yeah, of there it, was et dust cetera. On it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's definitely not doing yeah. anything for that arm. So I don't know what this is going to do now, two years after the we've fact. We've been watching his videos now for a few years now. It's like two years we've been watching him, and it's not getting better. It's not to say it like looks he's... like it's getting worse. And I don't know. I mean, his diet, he's now suddenly on a diet after the New Year. Part of this profile by Sanford nonsense that he's onto now, even though we've been watching his videos since he claimed that he was going to start the diet, he started the diet, he's now claimed that he's lost up to 14 pounds on the diet. He even showed off on his app where he said he's lost the weight because he has a Bluetooth enabled scale that's supposedly snitching on him back to his, the gimmick with his profile upline. by Sanford <laughs> is the gimmick you a life coach so that you can be accountable to the life coach for the weight you're losing or not losing. But, you know, he's got this Bluetooth connected scale and supposedly he's down like 14 pounds to like 290. I gotta tell you folks, he doesn't, doesn't, he doesn't look it. If he's 290, I'll eat my hat that I'm not wearing. Profiled by Sanford is keto, right? It's loosely based around keto philosophies of dieting. It's probably low, low carb, moderate fat, high protein. A lot of them are. It's, it's very hard to, it, it's very hard to go full ketogenic diet. Well, and here's the other thing. He's diabetic. Going into ketosis, isn't that like, could be a situation where it could put his life in danger? Actually, ketosis is actually one of the things that's recommended to reverse type 2 diabetes. There's well, some medications you're supposed to, there's, there's ways supposedly you can do it. Well, Dr. Rhonda Patrick, who shows up on the Joe Rogan podcast every once in a while, but there's another doctor, her name's like Sheila or Shari. Um, she's supposed She's out of the Midwest. She supposedly has a diet specifically that uses ketosis to completely reverse type 2 diabetes. Well, I think that's what Jack is hoping for here and based on some of his social media posts because he his goal, he wants to lose 100 pounds. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, and he's telling the truth, say he starts at 290, so he his ideal weight would be 190. That's where he wants to be. I don't know if that... that 
is true, like how far he's gonna get. Also, the other thing is like, it seems like he's leaning towards, he doesn't wanna be on the diabetes medication. Whatever he's on for diabetes, he does not want to be on anymore. So I don't know if he's wanting to get off his medication, like if he's stopping taking his medication, like it just- Well, it's not clear if he's, at, yeah, it's not clear if he's on like the A1C inhibitors or the if he's doing oral stuff or if he's actually doing injections. It's not clear if he's doing A1, if he's not doing insulin injections. I just, I just think it's dangerous that he's not consulting with a doctor before he starts any of the shit. I don't know what the, the profiles by Sanford was supposedly started by nutritionists and maybe that's, I don't know, they call it medically advised weight loss. A lot of your hospital networks and places, there's some private weight loss people out there that the, they actually call it med medically supervised weight loss, that you're not just going to Jane who bought a Weight Watchers franchise. Like it's, it's legitimate, it's legitimate medical. It's, it's basically an offshoot of for a lot of health insurance policies, if you want to go get weight loss surgery, like if you want the laparoscopic bands, you want the lap bands, or even the stomach stapling, insurance companies will not do that unless you have done medically supervised weight loss for six months or more, and you have proven that that did not help. Okay, so, so that's, they don't want to pay for the surgery unless you do this. That's an interesting point. Maybe that's where he's going with this. I, I mean, I don't know. What I that do know is affect the cooking with Jack show. <laughs> what I do know is based on when he started the diet, some of the videos that will come out, we know that his videos are kind of in arrears, like we see them after the fact. So like based on his social media versus when his release schedule is for videos, we're not seeing stuff in real time. So things are backed up a week or two maybe with his editing and everything else. So it'll be interesting to see how this develops, if he sticks with it or if he loses any weight. I mean, I, I don't see any visible difference, 14 pounds, but he is a big guy so and he also wears his shirts yeah he has all the he has all the classic signs of the more he has all the classic tells of, of a morbidly obese person if you see he's maybe he's in a size 2x shirt but he's wearing size 5x shirts so it's kind of hard to tell because the shirts are so blousy now anyway yeah it's hard to tell just by the the clothing size what he's into you can see like his midsection is still fairly large right i, I mean 14 pounds maybe is a drop in a bucket so you wouldn't really notice it right off that i guess I don't know. You can lose as much as you can lose as much as 25 to 30 pounds and that's mostly going to be water weight that, that's like the easy stuff to lose it's what happens after your first plateau when you're when you when you change your diet when you change your eating habits which basically means you're gonna you, you are going to lose weight no matter what eating program you go with because obviously if you started an eating program you yourself realize that you've gone off the rails somewhere you're eating too late at night but your caloric your, your caloric intake is way too high so no matter what you do you're going to immediately do some form of caloric restriction. You know, you're gonna you know, clean out the fridge, you're gonna throw away all your goodies, you're, you're gonna get new food. How long can you stick with that? You'll go, you'll get your success, you'll do your, that's why all people like Weight Watchers programs are like quick start program, 30 days. Yeah, they know because you can easily lose 5% of your body mass in, in 30 days and you're happy with that. But once you get those successes, now what happens when you get the happiness endorphins from doing that? And what happens at the very next monthly grocery buying cycle? What happens 
two buying cycles from now? What happens when you plateau when now you're down to standard weight loss, standard long-term weight loss, which is maybe two pounds a week, probably one pound a week? What happens when you hit the grind? What happens when you're just losing that normal amount of weight? Can you keep that up for 40 weeks to take off that next 40 pounds if your goal is 100 pounds? See, I mean, I think this is a good... Lots of people screw up that way. It's like single digits. It's like one to two percent of people can do it for the two to three years it takes. It really should affect Jack on the go. Like, he should not be eating the trash that he eats all the time that he eats it. I know it's fast food. I know it's in your face now. It's not healthy. The last one, he was eating something that was technically keto because it was a crust-free pizza, but the cheese, the meat, all the toppings, like, the fat content in that and the, the salt and everything else, it's not healthy for you. You're eating basically a lasagna without noodles. You see a lot of people who will go ketogenic. You know, a ketogenic diet means you're eating no carbs, but you're also still trying to eat healthy overall. Ketogenic diet doesn't just mean no carbs. Well, I mean, that's a strictly ketogenic means doing that. But from an overall nutrition standpoint, doesn't mean now I get to live on bacon and sausage. There's other stuff in the bacon and sausage that's not good for and you. And that's what the I nitrates, think. The nitrates, the charred carbon, like, all, you know, the, the, the carcinogenic effect of all of that, of the charred casing that they tell you is no good. You're not giving your body anything healthy. You're not giving it nutrient-dense food. Like, part of it is not just a matter of taking away the... One of the problems with the high-carb diet, you're just eating mass. You're just eating, you know, white flour, white dough that has high wheat gluten in it. It has nothing in it for you. You're, it's just dead. There's no... It's not nutritionally sustaining. That's why they tell you not to eat a lot of... Don't shovel down five or six slices of white bread. There's no nutrition in there for you. That's why it has long shelf life. It's not selected for nutritional value. It's selected to be on the shelf because it can stay on the shelf in a grocery store for a long time. That's why it's there. They're telling you, even in, if you're going in a ketogenic diet, to up your fruits and grains because you need those vitamins. First of all, if you've been on a high-carb diet, you've basically been starving yourself for nutrients. Second of all, if your body gets the nutrients with it, if you're used to a high-caloric intake and then you go to a low-caloric intake, your body will respond to that by sucking onto as much fat as it possibly can. It will not allow your body to start burning the fat. It will retard the ketosis process because it's thinking, oh shit, now we're starving. But if you feed your body a high amount of nutrients and a high amount of micronutrients and vitamins and minerals, then your body says, oh, okay, I'm getting what I need. We can now start burning our fat. We just need fuel. So it starts burning the fat reserve. If there's an easy way to do keto dumb. And what Jack appears to be doing is doing the dumb keto, which is, oh, yep. Okay. I, I only had eight grams of carbs today. I'm good. It's not that simple. Especially for someone his size, I would think it, you would have to really, re really, really restrict it. And I mean, not just carb-free, like eat a lot of vegetables, like maybe even go to the point of like vegan, be, be almost vegan because the meats he cooks don't look that healthy with... Well, he's still, you're still going to get, I mean, you're still going to get calories and... Yeah, well, he depending smokes upon the quantity, everything. And depending upon the quantity of cheese, depending upon the quantity of cheeses you eat and the quality of the cheeses that you eat, they're still sneaking carbs in there. Yeah, like you really have to watch. <laughs> and if you're if you're trying to go, if you're trying to do pure keto, you know, pure keto is like it's like 12 to 20 grams of carbs a day. And you're also trying to do caloric restriction. So you're like you get you get 800 calories and 12 carbs. 
That's it. He's he's not watching that. No. It's it's he's very no clear. Way. Like I mean, if you just watch what he eats as he tastes, quote unquote, his food, that tray of crustless pizza that he had, that was six to eight hundred calories just in that dish between the sauce and the cheese. And that's that's your whole day. And that's restaurant, you know, that's restaurant uh, pizza sauce. There's sugar in there. Mm-hmm. Tons of sugar in there. That's and that's I mean for, that's corn syrup in there. De- so it's 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 fast food pizza sauce. Depending that's, on the cheese they use, they have the crap that they coat it with. It's not gonna work out well for him. So we'll watch the journey. (laughs) We'll watch the journey. Two hours later. Two hours later. We're finally getting into the video. We did have a question before we get into it. We did? Um, Yes, we did on our Facebook page as to why our videos don't really sync up. That's actually my fault. I edit our audio of the podcasts. I do what's known as the NPR effect. I take out all the breaths and the ums. So when we're playing the video, I will remove that in the final edit. I will probably leave one of these ums in there so you get it. What happens is we edit our audio and when you take out all the breaths and the ums and the pauses and you tighten up the audio it throws it out of sync but typically with our audio our raw audio file will be maybe like 22 minutes and by the time i'm done editing our audio file will be 18 minutes so that four minutes of aggregate audio editing is probably what's doing it because remember we we watch the video as we record but then when i edit it i don't edit it to the video i just i just edit it so it sounds good so hopefully that explains that. And we're sorry that that makes your watching experience not as fun. A little goofy here. We, yeah. we um, do tell you to synchronize your YouTubulators and watch the video with us when I edit it. I don't watch the video when I edit it. So Maybe at some point we should do like a live watch with me YouTube video. We have all the equipment to do videos. Maybe that would make it a little bit easier to explain. We have to watch it a couple times too because we'll catch stuff and I'll be like, wait, rewind that. I want to see it again. We watch it and then we compare it to someone that actually does the recipe correctly and and compare and contrast. We would never have caught, you said, we, we would never have caught his sneaky way. It was something with grilled cheese or the fried bologna sandwiches. We would never have been able to inform you good people out there that Jack was sneaking all four bologna sandwiches. Were it not for Pink Chicken watching the video back and forth six or seven times and noticing that there were eight layers to the sandwiches that he was sneaking all four halves of the oh, yeah, fried, yeah, yeah. the ultimate fried bologna <laughs> video. Go back and watch, listen to that podcast. That folks. was ridiculous. The reason if you're listening to this and when we tell you to synchronize your YouTubulators, if the video doesn't match up exactly second for second, I'm not actually editing the audio. I should edit the audio to the video. Yeah, I could do that. Coming in season four, properly <laughs> syncopated audio to the Jack video we actually we're, do these reviews of. Hey, we're learning as we go. I, I think it, this is a lot better than what it was like episode one, season one, where we had no idea what the hell we were doing. So we're, we're learning as we go. You say no idea, <laughs> but but no, you're right. You know, the different audio filters that we use to make our voices sound great. Uh, editing out all the ums and ahs. I knew what we were doing, but I didn't appreciate. I was like, oh yeah, you know, our, our audio files start off at like 25 minutes and now they're down to 20 minutes. I didn't realize where the five minutes was coming from. And I didn't realize in the aggregate, like, wow, we trim a lot of dead space out of it. Like, and where that comes from. And, and a how, lot- much, how, how much effect it has on the timing of the video that and we're watching. 
some of it is like when we're we're watching the video through and we're like sitting here and we're like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, what actually is he doing? We cut out and, a lot of stuff in silence. <laughs> and we're just- Even it, if we've watched it a few times before, there will be sometimes when we're watching it in the moment. And we just can't describe it with, with words. We're just like in awe of like, why is he doing that? Like what, what even is happening? Why would any human do that? To exactly, food? to food. Like what happened in your past that has made you this way? <laughs> so I guess with that, I Show mean- Show us on the carrot who hurt you. Exactly. So this is an eight minute video. How many views does it have? Show, show me that again. 2,300. 2,300. So it's, it's low. But what's interesting is if you search for Dolly Parton five layer dinner, he is the second thing that comes up in YouTube. The search second, result. the second search result that comes up in YouTube. I can't help but wonder if he stumbled across this, like, oh, nobody's really done this before. So if I do it, I'll get in the picker. I'll get in the recommended because, you know, I'll have more views than these these piddly other channels. And and it's not to say that the other channels are bad. It's just the production quality isn't there. They don't have the history, the views that Jack does, unfortunately. It's a sad day when Jack is outranking other channels. No, I think this is more of that phantom social media consultant that I was thinking of the last <laughs> time we were recording. I think somebody put the idea, I don't think Jack's paying them anymore, but I think they put the idea in Jack's head to see who's popular. You know, try to stay ahead of the, try to stay a breast of the trends and I think somehow Jack got in the past week that Dolly Parton was trending again because you know Rush Limbaugh died and Dolly Parton refused the Medal of Freedom that oh, Trump wanted yeah, to give to her yeah, so yeah, Jack's yeah. like oh maybe I should do something with like Dolly Parton and he found the Dolly Parton recipe and well, he said it was niche and... he said it was was on GMA at some point he says that in the first minute of this video uh -huh. we looked for that clip on GMA and GMA definitely shares the crap out of anything that they put on their show I could not find a clip of it so I don't know if he's remembering it incorrectly if it really was on we found Hallmark clips we found clips from the Chew which was canceled on ABC there's some stuff on the Today Show but I did not find that specific clip on GMA because I actually wanted to see how she did her recipe because who knows the recipe better than the person that invented it or created it calling out a specific creator here he's calling out a specific cook celebrity thing so you want to watch the original version we of can't, it but we can't find we it we can't find it um, so Oh, we didn't find Jax. Finally, finally we're getting into it. Without the furtherest of ado, <laughs> synchronize your YouTube later, folks. We are hitting play in five, four, three, two, one. All right, we are back in this Galfani kitchen. The light is blown out completely. He is well over one stop overexposed. His white balance, it's hard to judge. Seems better than it has been, but that might just be the overexposure. He's at least straightened out the tripod. You notice in the, uh, the last Jack on the Go video, all the light panels he was using using in the camera tripod. He's using a Canon DSLR. In a lot of his dimmer, grainier videos, there's really no excuse for it. This is a really easy recipe. It's five ingredients. Potatoes, ground beef, pepper, onion, stewed tomatoes, salt and pepper. And the extra olive oil from the Rachel Ray. Oh yeah, thank you, I forgot that. that he always holds at crotch level. <laughs> The pepper that he's using looks very sad, which he does make mention of. He's like, oh, let this get too far gone. So he's using a pepper that probably should be tossed. Yeah, later on in the episode, he mentions Jack Jr. And I'm wondering if Jack Jr. helped him with this stuff. The, the thing that makes me, that throws me off about this video is the onion is pre-sliced and in a takeout food container. Onion and potato are cut too thick, I think. If you mm -hmm. watch some of the other videos, which aren't great. He's saying you have to brown the ground beef and he puts the ground beef in the pan. And that's 
disappears. It disappears. We don't see it again until he starts layering in. Smash cut to interior of Ninja Pot. There's a, a baking dish, I guess. Like a like well, a got some kind of silicone inset. Yeah. And then he puts a cake pan in there. But we don't see him setting it up, so we don't know. Based on like the, the baked dishes that we've seen other videos make, it's one single layer of potatoes. He's putting if in like three layers. there's a dark spot in the center of all those potato slices, that potato is going bad. Putting in like three layers worth of potatoes it's here. not a fresh potato. And it's thick cut. Then, then the ground beef goes in, which is in a bowl at this point now. And still steaming. Still steaming. And if you look at it, unless the, the camera isn't focused, or I'm sorry, not focused, white balance properly. It isn't. It looks pink. It looks raw. And and I get there's carryover heat or whatever, and it's going to cook again in the uh, Ninja Foodi. It's My raw. My says, it'll cook while it rests. <laughs> It's raw, partially. Then go in the huge horkin. The onion rings. Onion rings. Do you think that's why he, he keeps calling them onion rings? Do you think he was going to use these for onion rings? And then he just used them for this recipe because he didn't have anything else sliced at the time and Tammy wasn't there. And I think he's repurposing I these. I think these were meant for onion rings. Don't know. That's a good question. Oh, he does put in salt. So he does season it. We didn't think he seasoned it. That's not salt though. These are his Amish seasonings from somewhere. That may have been garlic salt, and this may be something else. This might be garlic powder. Why, why wouldn't you season, the, the, season the beef like while you're ma making it rather than after the fact? The Here peppers comes. go in. Again, they're too thick. There's pieces of the seeds in there. There's pith in there that you sh he should have cut out, like the, the seams. Pith? Pith. I don't know. I Whatever the white part of the, the pepper saying, is. Are you saying he did a pith poor job? <sighs> Really? That's where we're at. And we haven't done this in a while. I get to make all the crappy jokes. On. So we're putting in the stewed tomatoes, which he, he tries to he dump in and doesn't seem to find the anger of the angle for it. So he just picks them up and throws them in there. Which I think you need. It's too dry. You need the juice. You need the. You need something in yeah, there. Yeah, he drained them for some reason. All the other recipes use the juice because again, the the whole idea of this being a layered casserole is every layer helps out the layer beneath it. You put the potatoes in. You put the meat in. The meat helps moisten the potatoes. You put the onions in. The onion moistens the meat, flavors the meat. The, the onion juices flavors the meat juices. The meat juices flavor the potatoes. The peppers flavor the onions, flavors the meat, flavors the potatoes. Everything's supposed to leak down on each other and flavor all the, as it cooks slowly, everything's supposed to flavor each other every layer. Not Jack. Now here's two screw-ups. He didn't put the water in before he put all the stuff in. Nope. So he does that. Then he realizes that I needed to cover it. Yep. And so he called that's when he calls in Jack Jr. to help him cover it because And they turn it into a jiffy pop. Apparently they he can't lift it out with one hand. Then he puts the steamer lid on, not the air frying lid. That's still hanging off the back of Ninja Foodie. So much for his stroke and splint. We don't know the timeline of, of events here. It seems like that the splint came after this video, maybe. So he has uh, faced the digital controls of the instant foodie to himself, so we can't see it. Now comes the blackout shot. I guess maybe they lost power because they're in the south. Um, but he's talking about it. He's talking about venting the lid. And then the light's back on. Magic! Hey, well, <laughs> turn the light panel back on. Now comes my favorite part. Every stupid video he does when he uses the instant foodie. I'm calling it wrong on purpose. He has those <laughs> stupid gloves that he sells on his Amazon store. The one time the stupid silicone gloves would help when he's peeling back the steam fill, the Jiffy Pop foil, he doesn't use them. He uses the stupid twin pipe fork that I hate. <laughs> and he doesn't use the gloves. And he burns himself with the steam. Ta-da! There's no excuse for it, honestly. Like, he's been at this for over a 
11 years and he does he's not learning he's not gonna learn not no, at all not, uh, <laughs> no not even a little we, bit how we have our fun <laughs> just gets annoying sometimes you see him wipe the steam on his pants he's digging in with a ladle he made an extra effort to go for the potato even though he knows he's not supposed to eat the potato <laughs> well this is for company little, this is for company company you know why you call it company because it's friends you're doing business with they're your company you're turning your friends into your revenue stream that makes them your company it's an insightful look at it i guess oh. well i mean are they still selling insurance i mean that maybe that that's their side hustle give me too books. yeah give me books you know in the in the in the disease-addled brain of jack only he could think serving these people slop that he makes is somehow going to attract them as customers one of there's some crap i made in my instant pot it doesn't taste good because i forgot and mixed up a bunch of steps mostly ground meat on a week old pepper here eat it don't you want to do business with me don't you want to buy my phone my calling cards <laughs> you can call costa rica for eight cents <laughs> the one thing we noticed recently at least in the last maybe three costa rica is a beautiful country and its people are fine and upstanding i don't know why i picked that i just <laughs> we had watched maybe three four videos maybe maybe more maybe less but jack's knuckles are all bruised up they're scarred for some reason. And I don't know why that is. Like, my my knuckles look like that, but that's because we have a cat and he's an asshole. So I don't know what Jack's excuse is for that. She's not um, lying. The cat's an asshole. Yeah, the cat's definitely an asshole. But you notice it when he starts layering in the crap. It's, it's, it's specifically his index finger knuckle and his ring finger knuckle. So we don't know what that's about, but that's been show it's been showing up for a couple videos now. I'm assuming maybe he records videos a couple in the same day, um, kind of like how we do podcasts. Like we'll do one right after the other. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know right what. Out. There's no there's no more know. outro card. There's no more. There's no begging for the convoy of hope. The convoy of sadness. <laughs> so the and blue screen of hope. You know what? There wasn't. There was the no no sponsorship. No sponsor. Not Dot Store. Not Store. Uh, he's been using Profile by Sanford as a sponsor, which I highly doubt they do. Right. It's just like, oh hey, I'm doing this thing. Here's the promotion. I think I don't think he's getting any money for it. Probably give him a shirt or a coffee mug or something. A pen. Yeah, a pen. <laughs> oh no, the water bottle. The water bottle he fills the water thing. The thing where he forgets to put the water in. If you notice, that's like a sport bottle. There you go. There's your sponsorship right there. There it is. Isn't it? See it? <laughs> Oh, maybe. I can't see if it's got a label on it, though, but it looks like that looks like exactly like the type of bottle they would give out. <laughs> see, it's got the gradations on it. Yeah, like, yep. Well, I'm supposed to drink 300 mil, and he's been complaining in a couple of videos about the amount of water he has to drink. Yeah, it's great. He, the one video he was talking like, oh, I've been drinking so much water, I have to pee so much. Like, why would you say that in a cooking video? Like, right. does, do you want it, people thinking about that while you're trying to make something appetizing? I think that's pretty much it for this video. Like, it ended really abruptly and weird. I love when he goes, I'm so out of breath because I've been running around. Dude, you're out of breath because you're telling us you're going on diet videos. You complain about your diabetes. Trust us, we know why you're out of breath. Yeah, and it's not the last minute running around for your company. It's his ring finger and it's his pointer finger. It's not the middle one. If you happen to like catch the glimpse of his hand, check out those two fingers. You'll see what we're talking about with regard to the scars. Serious damage. I mean, it's not like he's cutting himself with a knife because Tammy and Jack Jr. do all his cutting for him. Yeah, they're, the, they're his sous chefs and his production assistants. Speaking of cutting out, folks, that's
that's where we're going to end it this week. Thank you for listening to us. Yeah, thank you. And uh, hopefully we'll get more uh, we'll get more podcasts up for you uh, in a more efficient manner. We're very tired. Life's just been taking a toll. It's been a thing. Yeah, we don't want to you know name names here, but uh, we'll, we'll blame the cat. Yeah, it's definitely the cat's fault. Yeah, free cat to good home. <laughs> and then you have to be that good. I don't have to be that good of home. Free, free, free cat to mediocre home. Free cat to like homeless shelters, cardboard box. Free cat, free cat to first comer. Just, just dumpster. Just first comer, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Whatever, whatever gets yeah, exactly. here first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're if you're a homeless bum, by all means, he'll dress up your refrigerator box home very nicely. <laughs> That seems so rude. Oh, it sure does. It sure does. Uh, thanks for <laughs> listening to us. Uh, tune in again uh, once again. Thank you for joining Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man. Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man. The Thank ladies, you, man. <laughs>